Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's can I... awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org app. You are Locked On Titans, your daily podcast on the Tennessee Titans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of Locked On Titans. I'm your host, Jimmy, joined as always by Terry Lambert. Terry, how are you? Doing good, Jimmy. What's going on? Not too much. Uh, we got a, a few things to talk about now on the injury front with the Titans, so we'll hit that in just a sec. Before we do that, though, I want to take my bookie. At the game, just got a gut feeling, no problem. Now you can bet from anywhere, anytime with the all-new MyBookie mobile betting platform. With the MyBookie mobile platform, you'll enjoy the safety and convenience of at-home betting while you're on the go. Try it out today, you'll never miss another winning bet. So that's MyBookie.ag. Check them out for all your sports betting needs. Um, and then also, as we've been talking about for the last week, there's the promo run with, with Pro Football Focus. Uh, if you rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Leave your Twitter handle in your review. You can you're entered in, into a drawing to win a PFF Edge subscription. Um, and again, that's really cool. If you play fantasy football at all, season long, daily, whatever, um, they got a lot of cool stuff, and then they have a lot of cool stuff around the draft and all that stuff. So um, you get a, a year long subscription to that. It's thirty nine ninety nine value. Um, you get that if you just review the podcast, and we'd appreciate you doing that anyway, um, giving us feedback, and that helps with the you know rating of the show and that kind of stuff. So. Check all that stuff out. Uh, the big news today uh, was Mike Malarkey's Monday press conference. He said that Marcus Mariota is is getting closer. Was, was basically the sentiment that that you could take away from what he said today. Um, now we won't really know anything until Thursday. The Titans won't have to release a practice report until Thursday since they don't play until Monday night. But um, I, I would say there's cautious optimism that Mariota will be able to go this week. It's something we didn't really talk about last night. Um, but Mar- or Malarkey was kind of pressed after the game on Sunday in, in the press conference about, you know, the NFL Network reported that said Marcus was out two to four weeks. And Malarkey said, look, I told you all he was day-to-day. Are you going to believe them or are you going to believe me? So like, like we talked about last night, Malarkey has been pretty upfront as far as injuries go. So I, I think there's a real chance that Mariota is able to play on Monday. I wouldn't say it's 100%, but I think it's a mu- there's a much better chance he's able to go this week than, you, you know, the, what we were talking about this at this point last week. Yeah, and, you know, he's just a guy you have to have. We saw what happened with Matt Castle. Uh, just the Titans are not going to win football games with Matt Castle, and, and that's a problem. So you wonder if, if their hand might might start to get forced, and you hate to think like that because obviously Mariota's health is, is priority number one. And in reality, a, a regular season game against the Colts doesn't mean too much, but – the same time the season kind of feels like it's teetering like the titans need to start winning ball games so uh it's kind of an interesting dynamic yeah and i mean you know it is just one game but it's a division game and you're the good news is they're getting to a point in the schedule where it's a little bit softer um but even with that being said you know, we saw. I mean, Miami is is yeah, pretty we bad. Saw Miami was soft, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, and we saw how that went. Um, and you know, I mean, we can talk about the the you know the, we talked about it last night the pass interference and the you know the OPI call 
the the fumble and all that stuff. I mean, if those things go the other way, then we're having a, a different conversation. But, you know, they didn't, and the Titans still weren't able to muster up very much offense. So the Colts defense is not good. But, again, you know, you just don't feel confident about what they're going to be able to do with Matt Castle out there. And, you know, they've got to win over the Jaguars. But right now the Jaguars are the, you know, standalone leader in the division at 3-2, and two, with everybody else being 2-3. and three. Um, And, you know, you don't want to fall much further behind them. Now you have to balance that with, like you said, it is just one regular season game. If if it's a if it's a situation where Mario is going to go out there and he could possibly injure it worse, obviously the best thing to do is let it be completely healed so that you don't have that that risk. Um, and you bring him back when you know the, I, I guess there's less of a I mean, there's always a risk, but there's less of a risk of a re-injury because the worst thing could, that could happen is they bring him back too quickly and then what is what could have been a two three week injury ends up being a six week injury, which kind of feels like maybe what happened with Corey Davis. We don't want to get in that situation with Mario though. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting. You know, I think the Dolphins have a pretty good front, defensive front. Uh, so we kind of knew that running the ball was going to be tough. Uh, Indy's not quite that stout up front. So so maybe it is a week where the Titans can come in and run the football and not have to throw the ball around a lot. But still, I, that's a better offense you're facing, too. Even with Jacoby Brissett, he's been playing well. So uh, it just – Man, it's it's tough. It's tough. Um, I, it's hard to have any confidence in Matt Castle. Uh, I, I like what you did on Twitter today, asking people what would you do as the offensive coordinator. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, how would you move the ball with Matt Castle? I don't know, I, and I don't think there's a good there's a good answer. And I think that's a problem that needs to be addressed. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, everybody after that game is fire Terry Rubisky. And we talked about it. We we have our issues with what they did and that what they did or didn't do in that game. But you know, that's just the thing that everybody jumps to when when the offense doesn't look good is you got to fire the offensive coordinator. But you also have to understand what you're working with. And you know, again, the whole the whole backup quarterback thing. I mean, we don't want to go down that rabbit hole necessarily. But Matt Castle is what he is. There's only so much you can do. And when you've got a front like the Dolphins have. It's really hard to generate much against that. And if the offensive line is not going to go out there and dominate them, which they obviously weren't able to do, and then they took even a you know a bigger hit with Taylor Wan going out, um, I just, I'm not real sure what what people really wanted him to do. I mean, there's just, there's not a lot of options left. It was funny because the the response to that was run the ball more. Well, you know, their your backs only got X number of carries. Well, okay, but when you look at the effectiveness that they that they had in those carries. It, it, the, the numbers weren't there. And so if you just keep running into that wall, you're just going to keep hitting three and outs. You're going to keep being third and long because you're getting, you know, one, two yards on, on first and second down. You've got third and eight, and that's a disaster with Matt Castle. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I just it, – it's just funny. That's what everybody jumps to. But then when you're like, well, what would you do? There's not a lot of productive, in my opinion, responses there. Yeah, it, it's funny because what would the narrative be had that long bomb to Delaney stood? Uh, exactly. You know, if they hit that play, we're talking about a totally different ball game. Titans probably squeak out a win. Uh, it's not comfortable by any means, but they probably get it done. Are people calling for Terry Rubisky's head? You know, that that's a play that should not have been called a penalty. Um, so, you know, it, it's – yes, we all have gripes with ter- Terry Rubisky from time to time. It happens. You know, it, it happens to Josh McDaniels with the Patriots, I guarantee you. So it, it, it's just one of those things. You're so limited with what your personnel is, you know. Think about what 
got thrown out of the playbook this Sunday. All those RPOs, all those option plays, you know, that dangerous look with, with Mariota and Murray and Henry in the backfield, that's all gone. So you're you're just pretty much stuck with running straight forward. And, and you know, the Dolphins are a tough team to do that to. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what people just tend to forget. So, um, all right, a couple more injuries we need to touch on. But before we do that, again, talking about – my bookie, check them out. Like I said, mybookie.ag. The the best thing about them is their mobile website. And if you're like me, most of the stuff that you do now, you do on your phone. Um, you're not sitting down in front of a computer anymore. Um, they have tailored their website to where it works really well on mobile. You don't have to download an app. You just go to mybookie.ag. The mobile website's really great, easy to use. You can bet on anything you want to bet on. You can bet on games before the game you can bet during the game that kind of stuff they, they have all those options so if that's if, if gambling on sports is something that you'd like to do you really need to be checking out mybookie.ag again their mobile website is, is the best part about the whole thing it's just so easy to use so check them out again mybookie.ag all right so um a couple other injuries to talk about uh he malarkey basically declared sipper out without you know just coming out and saying it he, he said basically it, it's it's at least gonna be another week for him he, he said Corey Davis is getting closer, um, but listening to the, the press conference, he, he didn't sound very optimistic. So at this point, I would be surprised to see Corey Davis against the Colts on Monday night, which is, is, is disappointing because we're all really excited to see what he can bring. And, you know, the, the offense looks a little bit different, even with Matt Castle under center with him out there. Um, you know, you got a chance. A guy that can go down the field and, and they can throw the wall up to him and he can make some plays. Um, but I, I doubt they're going to have him. And then he said Taylor Lewan is day-to-day. Uh, again, he's a guy the Titans really need. And so, I mean, I think obviously those are going to be the two biggest things we're watching this week is, is Mariota's status and then Taylor Lewan, what he's able to do once they get back to practice. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was a, kind of an under-talked-about point, uh, Lewan leaving the game. Dennis Kelly's just not very good. Um, and to stick him on an island – against those pass rushers that the Dolphins had, it, it was a, a recipe for disaster. Uh, Luan is obviously uh, a pillar of this offense. So, I, in, you know, you, you get the feeling that he's going to be fine and he's going to be back out there and, and you're gonna be, not going to be able to keep him off the field. So I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, and, and you know, you saw him try to get back out there and push it in the game on Sunday yeah. um, and just wasn't – Able, I mean, you could just tell he just didn't, he didn't, he wasn't able to have the stability and the need that needed to be out there. And so at some point, they got to say, okay, look, you know, Dennis Kelly is better uh, at this point than you are with, with, without being able to move like you normally can. But I mean, it, we know Lawan well enough to know that if, if there's any possible chance that he can be out there, he will be. Um, so I feel pretty good about that. You know, Dennis Kelly, it's interesting. He, he was good last year. I mean, you remember he ended up playing most of a game, the game that Lawan got suspended. And held up really well in that game, but wasn't very good on Sunday. Now neither was the rest of the offensive line, so I'm not sure you know how much of an indictment that is of him necessarily. But again, he's a nice guy to have in the stable, a nice guy to have as that swing tackle, but not a guy you want to rely on for any long period of time. Yeah, and you know there again, Terry Rubisky's calling plays without his his star left tackle and his star quarterback. So you know, and his first round pick, uh, the receiver. So. Cut the guy some slack. I, I mean, I, we're all frustrated, trust me. But uh, Terry Rubisky's the wrong guy to go after in this spot. Yeah, I agree. And, I mean, I, since we're on that, I mean, I think that really 
And, and, you know, somebody asked Malarkey today at the press conference, is is there any consideration if Marcus can't go to starting anybody other than Matt Castle? Which is kind of a dumb question in my opinion. Because you're basically asking, I guess, if you do, you, or, or, or do you feel confident? Are you going to Brandon Whedon play, or is there somebody else that you're going to bring in? I mean, it's a veiled Kaepernick question, I'm sure. But like, and Marcus' response was no. If if, if Marcus can't go, then we're going to go with with Matt again. And and then what he said, I, I think, is the thing that we really should all be focusing on. He said everybody around Matt needs to play better. You know, and that's the thing. I mean, again, this team is supposed to be built to be able to run the ball no matter what. That's what their smash mouth. I mean, with these exotic smash mouths with other stuff. But at the end of the day, they want to be able to line up and run the football no matter what. And, you know, and the guys, I mean, like Taylor Lewan, his credit, I mean, he talked about that after the game, about how, like, that's their calling card is, is to be able to, against the best defenses in football, to still be able to run the ball. And they weren't able to do that Sunday. And so, I mean, I, I think we really need to spend, you know, it's the – whatever, the sexy thing or whatever the thing that gets the headline is, Matt Castle's not good enough. They need to sign, you know, ex-quarterback. But really for this team, the biggest thing that happened on Sunday was the offensive line wasn't good enough to step up and be able to have a successful offense with Matt Castle under center. Yeah, and and look, the argument is you can't run the ball with, with Matt Castle under center uh, because he brings nothing to the table as, as a passer. And, you know, some parts of that are valid. You know, yeah, the teams are going to stack eight in the box, but still, the Titans had success running the football against stacked boxes last year, even when Mariota was struggling. Uh, you know, DeMarco Murray got off that hot start. Uh, Mariota was kind of still finding his way and figuring out the offense. So, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like fans are are kind of ignoring the fact that the Titans are kind of struggling to run the ball consistently. I know what the numbers say, but I think they're a little inflated. Uh, due to that half in in Jacksonville and that big run against Seattle, there's just not a, a lot of consistency there. They've hit a couple big plays, but you know it's just not the same offense that we saw last year, and and even even with Mariota in the game and in the mix. So I don't know. Um, I don't really have an answer. I don't. Nothing's changed up front. Um, they did lose Fasano though. That was a big piece, uh, and I, I said that all summer long. They're going to miss Anthony Fasano. And I think they still are. So, uh, John o. Smith just is, is not – he's great. He's just not there blocking-wise yet. And and maybe he gets there down the road. But that was just a huge loss. And I think that's that might just be the difference. Yeah, and, and it is going to be a big drop-off from a guy like Fasano who was so good in the role that the Titans had him in to a John o. Smith. I mean, even if he does end up – I mean, I, I think he's going to be a better receiver, obviously, than Fasano was. But Fasano's role in this offense was, was not as a receiver. And I don't know that John o. Smith will ever get to that level of, of the blocking tight end that Fasano was. And I don't know that they necessarily want him to. I mean, I think maybe that's more of what Supernal is supposed to do at this point. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think they absolutely do miss him. Um, but, I mean, that, that, that's really, to me, that's what we should really be talking about is how is this offensive line going to step up and be better? Be better if Matt Castle's under center, be better if Marcus Mariota's under center. Um, they they need to be better either way because they're supposed to be the um, you, you know the thing this team can count on and they haven't been that so far. So I, really, I think that's the biggest story through five games and the thing that I think we need to be questioning the most because even if even if we get Marcus Mario back and even if he's healthy, if the offensive line is not good, this team is still going to struggle. 
So that's that's something for us to watch. And, and like I said, I think that's the biggest storyline going forward. Um, all right, anything else that we need to touch on before tonight? I think we got all the guys that were injured. So, I mean, I, I think we'll, again, we'll, we'll really know more on that stuff as the week goes along. Yeah, real quick before we get out, um, for everyone that that's still talking about the penalties, Malarkey agrees with you. Uh, he, he thought that, that the penalties shouldn't have happened, uh, especially the fumbles. Uh, that fumble that, that the Dolphins took back for a touchdown. He said uh, the play should have been blown dead and, and played whistle. Um, so he was confused, like just like the rest of us on that play. He also said that there was 13 defenders on the, on the field for the Dolphins and with some guys coming off the sideline. So uh, I know that doesn't make you feel any better, but the head coach feels the same way. Yeah, and that's something, you know, that people were kind of hammering him on Twitter last night for not challenging that particular call. But he made the point today, it's a it's a change of possession, it's a scoring thing. That's a league review. Right. And so if they don't if they don't catch that in that review, there's nothing he can do about it because he doesn't have the ability to challenge that play because that's, that one's automatically reviewed. So, yeah, um, again, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I guess you, it, it's supposed to make you feel better, but it doesn't really, right. you know, um, it doesn't change the outcome at all. So, yeah, um, and again, we talk about that, and and you know, it's a game of it's a game of that type of stuff, and you know, like we talked about last night with the with the penalty on Jonathan Smith and all that, it's a different conversation we're having today. If 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 even just one of those two plays doesn't go the way that it went in that game, the Titans probably win. So, um, but anyway, they didn't, and they're sitting at two and three, and and they've got to deal with what's coming from that. So, um, yeah, so we'll be back tomorrow night. Um, we'll probably tomorrow night. There's there, there's been quite a bit of AFC South injury news, so we'll kind of talk about some of that and, and how it's going to shape up the division going forward um, because especially with the Texans, you've got a couple of guys that are that are key players in their defense that, that are not going to be there for the rest of the year. So we'll, we'll look at that and how that affects the Titans a little bit tomorrow night. Anything else, Terry, before we get out? That's all I got. All right, so uh, again, Pro Football Focus, rate review the podcast, leave your Twitter handle in the review. You'll be entered to win a subscription, a year-long subscription to PFF. Really cool stuff. Check that out, mybookie.ag as well. Um, So for Terry, this is Jimmy saying thanks for listening, and we will talk to you tomorrow night.